This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. If one were to Google the word Ephesus, the first picture that would probably appear would be the Library of Celsius. The marble facade of the library, constructed at 114 to 117 A.D., stands two stories above the courtyard. Large columns with intricately designed marble stone grace the entranceway to the impressive building. Marble statues of women personifying virtue, knowledge, and wisdom oversee the many tourists that visit each day. The Library of Celsius is not the only impressive site in ancient Ephesus. The great theater mentioned in Acts chapter 19, by which Demetrius the silversmith led a riot against Paul, is just down the marble road. The theater, which is the largest in Turkey, could seat 25,000 people. It was designed to have plays for children in the morning, drama for the adults in the evening, and later during Roman times to host gladiator battles. Across the street was the large agora where people came to buy, sell, and trade. Ships from all over the Roman Empire would dock in the harbor and within a few hundred feet would have a ready audience for their wares. Just down the street were the terrace houses, which were homes to the rich and powerful. The houses were built on the ridge of a mountain so that its inhabitants could overlook the city. Excavations are continually being done to restore the beautiful artwork on walls and the tile mosaics that adorn the floors. Ancient Ephesus would have truly been a beautiful city. However, little would have been known of these features outside of ancient writings until 150 years ago. Very little could have been seen of the theater and buildings until excavations began in 1863. Little by little, dirt was removed, wheelbarrow by wheelbarrow, and bucket by bucket, until it revealed the wonders we see today. There are two parts to archaeology. The digging part, that perhaps we are most acquainted with, and its preservation. It is one thing to dig it up, but it is another thing entirely to preserve what has been found. As long as the buildings, murals, and mosaics are underground, they are preserved by the dirt. Whenever it is dug up, they are subject to wearing and the elements that slowly destroy them. That is where preservation comes in. Whereas it costs very little to dig, since everyone wants to find the treasure underground, it does cost a great deal to preserve it. For example, the shelter that was built to preserve the terrace houses cost over $7 million. Keep in mind that only 20% of Ephesus has been excavated. Why? Because it takes so much money to preserve the buildings that have been dug up. The spiritual point that I want to make here is this. It is easier to become a Christian than to stay a Christian. With this being said, it should be apparent that I do not believe in the doctrine of once saved, always saved. Paul, writing to those Christians who sought to return to the old law, said that they had fallen from grace, Galatians chapter 5 and verse 4. The Hebrews writer continually encouraged his readers to remain faithful. Why remain faithful if they were going to be saved anyway? It is relatively easy to become a Christian. But what about the next day, and the day after that? What about the weeks, months, and years that lay ahead? Many followed Jesus, but in time, 
turned and walked with him no more. John chapter 6 and verse 66. Demas, who once was a faithful servant of the Lord and companion of Paul, left because he loved this present world. 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 10. When John wrote in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10 that in order to receive the crown of life, that one would have to remain faithful to death. How long was that? Well, that was as long as one lived. Living for Jesus is a lifelong commitment. Becoming a Christian is not a one-day event. That faith must be preserved and grown. Peter encouraged his fellow Christians to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18. Earlier, he said, But even be more diligent to make your call and election sure. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 10. It is great to be a Christian, but it is even more important to maintain our Christianity. It would be a catastrophe to dig the treasures of Ephesus out of the ground only to have them waste away in time and the elements. It would be an even greater calamity to begin as a faithful Christian only to allow that faith to come to ruin because we did not give due diligence to preserve it. If you would like to know more about being a Christian, maintaining your faith, and making sure you get to heaven. You can contact me at stgeorgecfc at yahoo.com or you can write me at P.O. Box 516, St. George, South Carolina, 29477. I would love to hear from you. That's all I have for now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will. And I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting us at bywaymedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.